The governor announced, and I was happy to hear it, that our credit rating as a state has improved dramatically for the first time in a long time. Part of the reason is we send, we are sending $8 billion to the state of Illinois. No, the aid from Congress was not used to balance the budget in 2022. That's a fallacy. Whoever's saying that has got it wrong. It's the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. That was Senator Dick Durbin and Governor J.B. Pritzker talking about credit upgrades before yesterday's upgrade by S&P Global Ratings. It is the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. To talk about that most recent upgrade and the other upgrades that have happened, uh, you have Fitch that increased uh, Illinois' outlook from negative to positive but didn't change the actual rating. Uh, You have Moody's that changed the rating up a notch, but it's still uh, hovering over uh, speculative grade uh, or junk bond status. And then yesterday afternoon, you have S&P Global Ratings changing Illinois' bond rating from triple B minus to triple B. And in the triple B category, that is still above speculative grade. So how is this not going from bad to bad? Uh, Talk more about this and why it matters to you, the taxpayer. Uh, WirePoint's president, Ted Dabrowski, on the WMAY morning news feed. Ted, thanks for taking time with us this morning. Why should taxpayers care about this stuff? Hey, thanks, Greg, for having me on. Taxpayers should care because, uh, you know, the the upgrade reflects a better position for bondholders, for the bankers. Uh, They're first in line to get repaid uh, for for the debt that uh, Illinois owes to them, which is about $30 billion. Uh, But the ordinary people, uh, they owe the pension debts. Uh, and, and Moody says that that's now three hundred uh, three hundred thirteen billion. Uh, Moody's doesn't rate that. Moody's doesn't doesn't care about whether uh, tax the taxpayers you know, how much debt they have. They care about the bondholders getting paid back. So um, everything that's happened so far is better for the bondholders, better for the bankers, but it's not better for the ordinary Illinoisan. Ted, when we talk about uh, bonds, we're really talking about debt. Right. I mean, when when people go That's out right. and, and they get a car loan, uh, it's almost like them putting out a <laughs> putting out a bond. A bank will say, OK, I trust you. You're going to pay this back. So we'll go ahead and uh, give you that car loan. But for for governments and for big corporations, which uh, S&P, Moody's, uh, Fitch, you know, they, they guess I can they can be like the equivalent to the consumer uh, credit ratings of like Experion and uh, uh, what are the other ones out there? Uh, TransUnion, for instance. But but That's for right. the for the corporate side, you've got uh, Moody's, Fitch, and S and P. Um, what are bonds? What what's this debt? Why why is government going out and and selling this debt? Yeah, well, go- governments borrow for all kinds of stuff, right? We we borrow to pay some of the pensions. Uh, governments borrow for uh, general purposes. They borrow to the fun things that, that take a long time for, for, for uh, things to come to fruition. Um, there's a lot of reasons they borrow, but uh, a lot of places borrow too much. In Illinois' case, and that's what, that's what gets rated by Moody's and Fitch and Standard & Poor's, uh, in Illinois' case, uh, we also owe tons of money to our pensions, over $300 billion to the state pensions, according to Moody's. And that's the real trouble. And that's, that's the one where you hear us complaining about the, the, rating, the rating right now, is that, you know, before the pandemic... Illinois, Illinois were burdened with the biggest pension debts in the country. Uh, before the pandemic, Illinois were paying the highest property taxes in the country, largely driven by pensions. And since then, the legislature has done zero. Governor Pritzker still calls pension reform a fantasy. His, his property tax uh, uh, commission 
never came out with report or suggestions or reforms. They've done nothing on that. And so Illinois still suffer that. Uh, but we got this upgrading upgrade because we got $138 billion plus from the federal government in COVID aid and COVID relief. And that's that's really what turned the corner for the for the bondholders, not for ordinary Illinois, but for the bondholders. And and uh, you know, that's what Prisker should be celebrating, not something that he and the legislature did. 745 now on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. We're talking with WirePoint's President Ted Dabrowski about the recent uh, credit upgrade from S&P Global Ratings. And that comes just over a week after Moody's increased the state's credit rating uh, and about a week after Fitch Ratings uh, changed the outlook from negative to positive. Um, one thing that I've I've learned, uh, Ted, just looking at this stuff for the for the past seven plus years or so is these bond rating agencies love increased revenue. Well, yeah, because so yeah, again, they represent. The, okay, so what they do is they they get hired by the state to do a rating on the bond issues, so that the bondholders, the investors who buy those bonds, who lend the money to, to Illinois, um, can know how safe or unsafe those bonds are. And so it, it's funny, but you know, the state pays S and P and Moody's and Fitch fees. So. Um, and and you know what ultimately what bondholders care about is if if they get repaid by the state or not. They don't really care about what's happening to the state per se. If there's more revenues, if there's more tax revenues, that means the bondholders, the the lenders, are safer, and so they're happy with tax. Moody's is happy with or okay and happy with tax hikes if they happen because they're you know the bondholders get repaid faster. But there's still also that 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 structural um, underlying issue that uh, all these rating agencies point to in all their reports. They're always talking about the backlog of bills, the uh, exorbitant pension debt, uh, and these types of things can can hold down the state's credit rating. Um, but the governor, of course, I mean, he acknowledged last week that there's still a lot of work to be done with the structural deficit. Uh, but he he downplayed the role of federal funds in all of this. Um, what's the danger in that, uh, in not uh, making it more of a uh, a priority to to address the the structural deficits in the state of Illinois? And what's your suggestion on how we actually do that? Well, first, he's not being honest. You know, the federal funds that came in. Uh, helped massively. If you if you think about it, here's here's how it happened. You know, a massive amount of money went into unemployment benefits. You've got people who are making more now unemployed than they were making when they were working. So they're paying more taxes, sales taxes, income taxes. You got the stimulus checks that went to everybody that helped people spend more. That's what boosted the income tax revenues for the state. So the state, you know, economically looks better than it did last year, which which is is kind of crazy, right? Given that we were in COVID, but that's precisely what happened. The federal government sends so much money that the economy, from a tax perspective, from a tax revenue perspective, is booming, and that's why Illinois has money to repay its debts and stuff like that this year. Uh, so, so the governor, governor's not being honest about that. That is a massive, had a massive impact on on the on the rating. Uh, but, but the more important part is that Illinoisans are still burdened with that same massive, with the with the extreme national outlier when it comes to pension debts and what Illinois have to, to suffer through to pay back those pension debts. It's massive, and there are going to be more tax hikes unless we reform pensions. Um, we have the second highest property taxes in the country. Uh, nothing's being done about that. And so that's what Governor Prisker and the legislature have to focus on. Is we have to remember, yes, we got an upgrade, but we have the lowest credit score in the country. And, and just because we got an upgrade doesn't mean any. we're still the lowest-rated state in the country. We're just two notches above junk. So uh, 
you know, maybe they want to celebrate it some, but ordinary Illinois have nothing to celebrate. It doesn't help them at all. They, they need reforms. They need the, the pension reform, and they need uh, the property tax reform. Ted, just to get your reaction here to uh, one of the statements from the S&P report yesterday, it said we could raise the rating if we believe the recent improvements in fiscal operations and overall budget management coupled with the economic recovery will continue. Any upside to the state's credit worthiness, however, remains somewhat constrained by the poorly funded pension systems and other outsized liabilities. If Illinois were to make substantial progress toward structural balance, including meeting its pension obligations, further reducing its bill backlog and increasing reserves, we could raise the rating. Well, yeah, well, that's that's a lot of work that has to be done, and, and uh, we support Moody's comments on that. Um, Governor Pritzker has to move from saying pension reform is a fantasy to saying we're going to do pension reform. Uh, he has to move towards saying we're going to consolidate all these units of local government. Uh, we're going to we're going to replace that three percent cola that's way too expensive, you know, for, for pensioners. Uh, we're going to, to to roll back some of these union powers that uh, that keep raising the cost of government faster than ordinary Illinois can pay it. Because if not, we're going to see people continue to leave. We're one of we're one of just three states that shrunk in the country in the last decade. Um, there's a lot of work to be done, and Moody's is right, or S and P is right on that. Uh, we just have to hear we have to hear Leader Welch, Governor Pritzker talk about reforms. If not, we're going to continue to you know wire points. We're going to continue to to pound pound the pound the comments that what we're doing isn't enough or or isn't anything yet. Well, and your reaction to the governor uh, dismissing groups like yours uh that uh, that have been raising these alarm bells for years uh you know trying to get some more focus on the uh, the structural imbalances well yeah you know only in illinois are we going to celebrate that we're still at the bottom of the barrel you know we, we've had downgrades we had you know something like 13 down credit downgrades under under um governor quinn we had whatever it was eight under eight or nine under rounder uh we've got these two two small upgrades here but it's coming from the very bottom. We were almost a junk. No state has ever been rated junk. And and it's not because we did something. And that's the key. That's what ordinary Illinois should know. It's not because the legislature and Governor Pritzker did something. It's because we got flooded with, with, with federal money that just pulled us off the brink. And that's all it is. And so until we get reforms, until we start caring about the ordinary Illinois and helping them, then uh, you know groups like Wirepoints will continue to, to, to speak up. Well, and what do you think, Ted, will uh... – lead to a downgrade because we heard from s p what could lead to an upgrade but what could lead to a downgrade for illinois well you know s p talked about that we don't have a balanced budget they say so right there they say that we're not paying what we should in the pensions uh we're paying about four billion short of what we should be paying in the pensions each year and same thing for retiree health insurance we're about two to three billion short so we have this structural deficit of six to seven billion dollars at least each year and so you know the legislature is acting like we have a balanced budget, but we don't. And and that shortfall, that six to seven billion that I talked about, just becomes debt. Um, as long as that debt keeps piling up, the rating agencies will be back sometime soon. When when the free federal money stops flowing in as it has, and when it runs out, we'll just be back to where we were. And and that wasn't a good place. If you remember Don Harmon at the beginning of this of this pandemic, right. he immediately called for a forty two billion dollar bailout. That's right. <laughs> 
Yes, he did. Uh, like right at the start of the pandemic. Uh, and even uh, the likes of Senator Durbin were there uh, trying to get that through. It took a bit, but uh, ultimately they didn't get uh, $42 billion. Uh, they got $8 billion for the state, like $5 billion for cities, and then like $120 billion plus uh, for a whole host of other things, including higher education, K-12, through public health, uh, for private businesses, and, uh, and the whole host. Uh, so a lot of money definitely flooding into Illinois from federal taxpayers. And uh, uh, Ted, just you know, briefly here, uh, tell us about Wirepoint. Um, what's your guys' focus? Where can people find more information about your work? Well, we're focused on these finances. We're focused on, on trying to get people to stay in Illinois, uh, give them reasons to stay in Illinois because it's it's you know it'll be cheaper to live here if we make reforms. Uh, there'll be better paying jobs if if we make reforms. And and of course, we got to work on ethics because uh, our governments are too corrupt. Uh, we're at wirepoints.org. We're also on Facebook and, and Twitter uh, at Wirepoints. And uh, you know, please please uh, come take a look at our, our research. Appreciate your time, Ted. We'll talk again soon. All right. Thank you, Greg.